Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we talk about actionable ideas to help grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, and as always, I'm here with Luke Acri. I, I feel like the energy of that take action today was just not energy. It wasn't there? Enough. You're just like, I only thought it was there. if you take action today. You got to take action, baby. This Red Bull has to kick in. This Red Bull today is, is sponsored by Phoenix Falcon, our <laughs> wonderful marketing uh, services. Yes, if you guys use our program and have not talked to Phoenix, you are missing out. Phoenix has been with us for over 10 years now, and she is unbelievable. Just celebrated 10 yes. years. Just, Just celebrated. celebrated, yeah, yeah. Not too long ago, 10 years. So guys, you may be tempted to believe the hype that email is dead. Well, do not believe it. Think about this, your email list, if built the right way, may be the one marketing source that is truly yours to own. Facebook, Instagram, Google, these are all other businesses that you're relying on for lead gen, and they can change the way they work at any time, but your emails will always be yours. And even with all the new ways we have to generate leads and sales today, email is still the king of marketing ROI with an average of 4,400% return Ooh. on investment, meaning that for every dollar you spend yep. on email marketing, you should be earning $44 in return. Listen to these stats that are industry-wide. Average open rates for emails are 23% and click-through rates average 3%. This means that if you have a list of 10,000 names, you could get 2,300 people to open and see your message and 300 of them to click at any time you want. I feel like we say this all the time, kind of like a broken record, but you should immediately, like what I think as a business person right now is I go, okay, if that's the average, am I doing the average? And the only way you know if you're doing the average, this is the broken record part, (laughs) is you got to be tracking your statistics, guys. So your email, all your email providers should, if you're not using like a Gmail, maybe Gmail does this, I don't know. But if you're not using like a Gmail or something like that, but you're actually using some type of email service, they will provide you tracking. So if you use our digital edition, you're going to get tracking through our interface. So yep. you, it's something that you should now be comparis- comparing and going, hey, how how is my email producing for Absolutely. me? Absolutely. I mean, if you're using the digital edition, you know that the email list is a constantly moving target. People are going to unsubscribe. Addresses will go out of date, and you'll naturally start to lose people from lack of engagement. That's why continuously building your email list is so important. So today, that's what we're going to go over, how to grow, how to build, how, how to, to build. maintain. How to build your email list. Your email list. We've talked about, if you guys haven't had a chance to go back and listen to some po- uh, past podcasts, We have a great two-parter I think that we combined into one all about how to get your emails opened and what stats to look at and what to track. So definitely go back to that as kind of a a refresher course, as a starter course kind of into this because this podcast I think we're going to obviously dive into a little bit of how to effectively use email. But some people might be sitting there saying, how do I – I don't have a list. I can come up with all the great ideas, look at all the stats in the world, but how am I going to start generating those names? And I think – that um, one of the biggest things that people miss as, as service-based sales professionals as, and as any professional is using opportunities in person yeah. to collect email addresses. So Especially because you have your mobile phone. Right? You have your mobile phone, you can easily pull out your mobile phone. And I don't know if people realize this or not, with your contacts, you actually can put someone's email address with your contacts. Like when you get their phone number, their cell phone number, you can get their email. There's a little field for their email <laughs> address too. And the, the point being is there that is. when I hook my uh, phone up to like a Gmail account or something like that, it automatically Imports. pulls it all in. And most of the CRMs out there will have that ability, that feature or whatever, where it pulls in your contacts from your phone <clears throat> and gives you all their email addresses. Yeah, so, it's another action item from last week's podcast where we talked about networking. You know, make sure that whenever you're handing out your your business cards or you're using an impression piece, that you're featuring your email 
list on there. Subscribe to my list at and give people an opportunity to go on and take action and, and Yep. And willingly give you their email address if you're adding value. You yep. have to put your value proposition out there. Why are people subscribing? I think that's one of the biggest things is you you have to have a clear message and a clear way that you feel you can add value yep. to your list. So whether well, we that's did. daily tips or weekly updates uh, on your industry or um, something we were talking about before we got on the podcast – content that is relevant yep. to those people. Yep. You know, you want to make sure that we you have that. We did a whole that. podcast on lead magnets. Yeah. That's yep. an easy way to to build an email list is you could literally if you don't have an email list, well you you create a lead magnet which is something that's relevant mm -hmm. to the people, boost an ad on Facebook for $5 a day if you don't know how to boost an ad. Have we done a podcast on boosting ad? I know we I have. did a webinar we did a podcast. Two podcasts to go back and look at would be uh, how to set up your Facebook business page and then um, Facebook ads. Perfect. So yeah. so you can look at those podcasts and we teach you how to do it. And so you can boost an ad with that lead magnet. And in order for people to get that lead magnet, which might be an ebook that's relevant to like, let's say you're targeting home buyers. So it's a, you know, the five mistakes that all home buyers need to know not to make. And that's the ebook that's created. And I wish I knew the sites off the top of my head. But you guys can buy these ebooks. Yeah. Like you don't even have to create the ebook. You, there's sites, and maybe we can find it and put it in the show notes of statepaypodcast.com. There's white labeled resources that you can yes. actually buy for like $5, download it, and slap your name on it as the author, and it's completely legal. Yep. Like that's so you, how it's set up. And you're build, that's how you build an email list. So you, you create the lead magnet. So you go to that white labeled site, buy the ebook. You then create a Facebook ad by listening to our State Pay Podcast and our webinars and stuff. Create the <laughs> Facebook ad, spend $5 a day run it for 10 days, something like that. And then in order for them to get that lead magnet, they have to enter in their email address. And guess what? Now you have people who have opted in. Now you have an email address that you can actually email. But more importantly than that, you have an email address that's probably real because they shouldn't be able to get that. That ebook should be emailed to them. Yes. Right? So they shouldn't get the email or the ebook or you know the lead magnet. They shouldn't get that by just putting in their email address. You should want to email it to them and tell them that so you make sure it's a good email. But then now not only do you have email addresses that have opted in that are real, but more importantly, you have email addresses that are your target audience. Yeah. And that's the key with email is the quality of your list is so key. I think so many people, and we've struggled with this, is that, and I've talked to you about this a lot because Grant Cardone pounds me all the time. Mm -hmm. If anybody follows Grant Cardone out there, you're probably getting pounded by emails. But one of the things that I think about all the time is the people that don't want his content are going to unsubscribe. And guess yeah. what? He's just, the quality of his list is just being refined and refined and refined. Now, his guys have to work constantly to keep building that list because he's going to lose rapidly. But, you know, the point being is that you shouldn't be scared of people unsubscribing to a certain standpoint. You got to be... I mean, you got to make sure you, you got to keep an eye yeah, on Yeah, you got to keep an eye on But you shouldn't be scared of people unsubscribe because you want people who want your message right For you the quality of your list will dictate the quality of your results yeah but if you if you're not subscribed to someone like grant cardone or someone like copy blogger or someone um that is sending out these marketing messages then you're missing out so you have to when you're doing marketing for your business, you have to be in tune with what other people are doing because you're going to start seeing what works, mm -hmm. what resonates with you, what's relevant to you, what gets you to open an email, what gets you to click through that yep. email or stay on that list, and then start start analyzing the messages. Stop looking at those messages as things that might be junk or annoying to you. I have so many list subscriptions. So we actually I. just set up another email inbox on our marketing team 
uh, Dan had uh, our web designer set it up for us. Um, just so we could subscribe to so many to lists. a bunch of different webinars. So and you can see what people lists. are doing. So we can yeah. see what people are doing yep. and then learn from that and say, okay, how this, about is, that for a this is effective. How do I apply this to our business? Take the top producer in your office if you're a real estate agent or you're an, an insurance agent or even a financial advisor and subscribe, subscribe to their to list, their list <laughs> and see what they're doing. That's a pretty good hack. I haven't even done that for like real estate agents. Like I see all the time because I'm on a ton of realtors lists, right. but I haven't thought about it through that lens that I'm going to take the top producer. There's a great thing in business that you know, we're here sitting on this podcast talking to you guys, right? Which is good. We're talking real stuff that, you know, we've researched, that we've experienced in our lives. We've heard from people, all that good stuff. But the real way to drive success is not what people say, what they do. Mm. So like Russell Brunson has ClickFunnels, if people are familiar with ClickFunnels. His whole thing, from what I understand in, in researching this guy, because he's amazing, but he literally is just hacking what works. He looks at what somebody's done and he's just doing the same thing. Yeah. He's just kind of ripping it off in a way, but not in a bad way. He's just, do what people do, not what they say. <laughs> it's been happening for hundreds of years. I just yeah. got done listening to a podcast I've mentioned before called <clears throat> Business Wars, uh, Business War, sorry, where Pepsi literally just ripped off Coke, did a little bit differently, and then from there, it's all been Facebook marketing. Facebook is just MySpace, and it's, it's all better. been marketing and strategy yep. and branding yep. and how they're, you know, the next celebrity they can get on their commercial. Um, All right, here's another practical hack for building lists, right? Because we're talking about building email lists. This one was a game changer for Stephen and I when we were trying to build his email list. So Stephen, for those of you who don't know listening to this, is my younger brother. He got into real estate, he, college, out of college. Um, he didn't have a big list at all because he was only, I guess, 25 at the time, 25 mm -hmm. years old, something like that. But LinkedIn gives you the ability to literally all of your friends on uh, LinkedIn, you can download an Excel doc and it will give you their name, their title, and their email address. Mm -hmm. And so the strategy we use once we figured that hack out, I forget, we have a blog on this, don't we? On how to uh, how to do this on LinkedIn, I think we do. Um, or we have a- Jen's shaking her head now. Okay, Jen, <laughs> we're gonna get a blog on it, but I think I said this on an Above the Noise. So go to our YouTube channel, so youtube.com slash ReminderMedia, and I believe there's an Above the Noise where I talk mm. about this. And I believe you can watch me do it on the screen, <clears throat> if I remember correctly. But anyways, you can start. So here's the strategy. Get on LinkedIn, friend people. So set a goal for yourself. So Steven would get on there and he would take a couple people a day, more than a couple, honestly, but a couple people a day you're reaching out to through message, friending them. Once they become your friend on LinkedIn, once you get a big enough one, like for me right now, I think I have over 4,000 friends on LinkedIn. I have a list of 4,000 people right there. Yep. The, the thing you have to be careful of do is- Do they want your emails? Do they want your right. emails and is it a, is it a quality list? Right. But if you're starting from nowhere or you're going, hey, I just got into real estate. I just got into insurance. I need to network and get out to my friends and family. My friends are on Facebook. My friends are on LinkedIn. I believe Facebook allows you to do the same thing. I'm almost positive Facebook allows you to do the same thing, where if they have their email address on their Facebook page or on their LinkedIn, you can actually get all those email addresses. Yeah. It's a, it's a well, you can also good use, hack to get a list. You can also use LinkedIn and Facebook to message those people that are following yep. you or that you're connected to and driving them to your page to sign up for your newsletter or your email yep. list, which brings us to the next thing is, is your website optimized to capture email address, addresses That's, for yep. your list? And it absolutely has to be. I mean, beyond landing pages, where that would be the most obvious one, you, we were talking about Facebook ads, creating lead magnets that bring people to a landing page. Make sure that the only thing that the visitor can do on that landing page is enter their email address yep. to get that item of value. 
remove the navigation, remove all the extra uh, clicks and, and potential links that could get them distracted. Sometimes you want to even remove the ability to scroll. You know, you want to have this entire thing on the above the fold where the only thing they can do is see that big white bar that says enter your email for right. this free thing. Yep. This is um, a critical point that you're making because me as a salesperson, which most of the people listening to this, I know you guys are like me probably where you're sales, you tend to want to oversell. Mm. You tend to want to, especially like in your pitch, you tend to want to talk about all the, the features, you know, features tell, benefits sell. Mm. But same with the landing page and, and, you know, we've done stuff on this before, but what he's saying is so hard to force yourself in discipline to do, to literally just have one call to action yeah. removing everything else is so hard to do because you tend to want to put more stuff on there because you think, well, if I give them the option to go to my Facebook page or if I give them the option to go to my <laughs> testimonials page, it's going to help. It won't help. It won't help. It won't and help. There's, two, there's two things there. Number one, Facebook is going to do a phenomenal job at sending people to your site if you're, if you're boosting this through an ad, at sending people to your site that um, that are likely to fill out that form. Like they know who was likely Correct. to fill out that form. Mm -hmm. So they're going to do the hard work of finding the audience for you. All you have to do is put in is your parameters. And then the other thing there is to apply what you were mentioning a little bit earlier with the click funnels. And these are funnel pages where once they've entered that uh, their email address and submitted that form, like Luke said, you don't want to give them the PDF on the next page. We break this rule. We it's do. our it's 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 our fault. We're trying to get better, <laughs> <laughs> but we do break we the have rule sinned. <laughs> because um, because it has helped our follow up sale because yeah. we don't have an online purchase system you yep. know right now. So it does it has helped the follow up sale where people like oh the email went to the junk mail or the email went into a, a, the promotions box Correct, in yes. Gmail. And it just makes it harder but to connect with that relationship. But I think there's a practical point there in, in all honesty of like we show them the PDF. So the point I would make is everything we say, you have to test. Right. Like we we're tested looking, it ahead of time. We're looking at stats. Yeah. We're, we're testing things. The reason why we show that PDF is because in our specific context, the variables in our sale, we've just found that because we're not guiding people to an online sign-up, we're actually a phone-based company in the sense of we pick up the phone and call you right away, and that's driven our success. It's because we're trying to reach out to you within five minutes, because we're trying to practice all those rules, It's we found it almost better for us to have the PDF right there in front of yeah. them so they didn't have to take the time to go, well, I haven't looked at it yet. The I hope being to my the strategy email. is they're going to still be looking at that PDF right. by the time we get them on the Correct. Phone, so the point I guess I'm trying to make is that this is a perfect example of just because you're hearing something doesn't mean, I mean, you have to keep testing. You have to try things. Don't feel bad. If you're getting results and you're not emailing somebody the ebook and it's showing you the PDF, keep doing that. Yeah. Double down on that. And we, we have more funnel pages now built in, so we have to do more testing. But what I was what I was getting to was if you're sending the, the that item of value to their mailbox and then that confirmation page that you take them to, this is where you start introducing the other things that you're talking about. You want to show them the testimonies on the first page, don't resist the urge right. to do that because then you'll send that, you'll show that to them on the second page and that'll ultimately try and lead them to the next step in your process. Oh, now you got the email for the ebook. Now I want to join your list to start seeing all of the homes that you have for sale. Now I want to schedule an appointment with you because I'm already in the buying mode or I yep. want to schedule an appointment with you because I want to sit down and talk about our financial, yep. uh, financial options. So it's all of that. How do I get them to the next stage of the funnel? And you would do that through these items of value that you're ultimately trying to drive towards the final piece, which is the transaction. Yes. Whether that has to come through a client meeting or a phone call or whatever yep. that might be. Yep. 
So on other things for your website, um, you know, we talked about landing pages. Don't forget about the homepage. Make sure that there's a way for people to sign up for your list on your homepage as well. Uh, you don't know who is coming to your homepage. That's one of those opportunities where you have to serve a lot of different visitors. Uh, and there's tons of tools and ways to do that. There's something called a welcome mat. Um, you guys have seen this a hundred times. It's made by a company called Sumo. And it's basically when you come to a web page and, and land on the, on the site, it's kind of like the homepage gets pushed down and you just see a flat, usually like a, a flat color screen with the ability to sign up for an email newsletter or sign up for weekly deals right there. And it's just scrollable. So it's not super intrusive. Right, right. It doesn't keep you away from the content as long as your site is loading very fast. But it is a way to make sure that you're capturing repeat or new visitors and saying, hey, I also have this other item of value. You don't have to remember to come back to my site every week. I'm going to email you a weekly newsletter that will give you this information Correct. for free. It's funny because it all really boils down to the value that you're giving them. Because like a mistake that my brother and I are making right now is we're putting people on drip list. And I say we, he's really doing it. But he's putting people on drip list for listings. And I'm on a drip list um, because I just wanted to get the listings and experience the email. And it's amazing to me how fast I stopped looking at those emails because it was always the same thing. It's always listings coming to my inbox at the same time at like 7.30 a.m. in the morning. And I tuned out really fast, which speaks to the point that I'm trying to make is it's all about the value. In the beginning, those listings that he was sending to me were intriguing. I was curious about them. They were value. Over time, they become an annoyance to me because I'm always getting that email. So you you got to be thinking constantly about the value that you're giving to somebody, and that should dictate, obviously, how many times you get them or send them an email. But more importantly, that's what's <clears throat> going to get them to actually sign up. So what Josh is saying, when that thing pops up on your homepage, for them to enter in, it's all based upon the value. Where does that value come from? That value comes from, are you doing... Are you doing coaching stuff on your website? Meaning like, are you going Facebook Live? Are you sharing about yourself? Are you posting on Instagram? Are you writing blogs? Are you doing all these things to add value to them through content, through your life? And that's going to get them interested in wanting to subscribe. Eric Fang, I don't think we've posted his uh, interview. Have we posted it yet? Not yet. Okay, so <clears throat> this interview, so it's coming up probably, but this interview we did with this guy is incredible. I can't wait for you guys to hear it because he talks about the three different categories of content that you should be posting. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tease you right now, so you have to keep staying in tune to the Stay Pay podcast, but you will not want to miss this interview because these three categories he walks you through and then gives you tangible strategies how to turn it into leads for your business. But this is how you can produce for your emails too. In this three categories of content, for your social, for your emails, for everything that you're doing content-wise, I'm teasing it right now, but don't like, miss this. I podcast. like that hashtag though. Stay tuned to stay paid. Yeah, stay tuned to stay hashtag, paid. Let's hashtag that. <laughs> but no, I mean it's it's so I think the biggest mistake that people make there is they're constantly thinking, what do I need for my business? Right. Correct. And in my business, if I'm a realtor, if I'm your brother, I need people to see my houses so that they ask so to they, see those yeah, houses so, they, so that I can them, sell yeah. those houses. Right? You have to start thinking about what do my people need in their daily lives because you have to remain relevant. You have to remain part of, uh, you have to give them content that is going to. Enjoyable. Well, it's going to be enjoyable. It's going yep. to be usable. It's going to be relevant to every aspect Dude, of the life. Wait till they the hear this podcast with Eric because it is <laughs> awesome. Practical. I'm just going to give you guys a tangible one for all of you listening to this. If you're a service based professional in the community, why are you not sending out community event stuff? 
I mean, it's so tangible, so practical. Like I think of where I live in, in Harleysville, PA, and I know like in the town of Skipback, they do this first Fridays thing. Mm-hmm. Like a super, super simple thing is to partner with one of the restaurants that's putting on the first Fridays thing with the band, get the list of the band, get the list of the, the whatever's happening, and just send that out in an email. Mm-hmm. Super tangible, community-focused, community-based. And then partner with that restaurant to put a sandwich board out front that oh. says, you know, brought to you by or sponsored by your realtor, uh, uh, enter... Join my yeah, email join list. Join my at, email list. Right? Yep. You know, or, or oh, sign up for daily one. deals or coupons at. There's a great one that the, oh, I forget her name, it's an Intero real estate agent does, which is what's happening in her town this weekend is what it is. She's constantly posting. She does videos on it and she does emails on it, but what's happening in her town. It's That's great. another great, it's like, very simple. thinking about ways to bring awareness to that, there's a, there's an app called, um, am I going to mess up the name of the app, Neighbors or Neighborhood? I don't know. Neighbors, I think. Yeah, it, it's basically kind of Facebook for your neighborhood. For your neighborhood. Yeah, and um, it's really it great. Like, right it gets now. super specific in terms of what area you live in. I see posts all the time there from people saying something's coming up this weekend. You can make sure that you're active on those communities, posting what's coming up, which is reaching an audience that you wouldn't reach with your email, and then saying something like, if you want to receive next more. Door next door. Yeah, next, next door. I don't know. I always yeah. call it neighbors. <laughs> I guess it's the, the brand. It's next door is the, uh, is the free private social network for your neighborhood community. Yeah. But lock, lock into that. If get you're into not that. using that as a realtor. Yeah, or, yeah. or insurance agent, financial advisor. Another Here's another practical one for you guys. Charities. Nonprofits, like give yourself what do you call it the the halo effect yeah or whatever like it's like you literally like partner let people know what what's happening in the community from a charity nonprofit standpoint you're gonna get the halo effect and seem like this amazing person and everybody's gonna build trust with you are an amazing because, person well, you don't you seem are. like one. yes you are an amazing but just by association <laughs> just by association people are gonna see you in a better light yeah right that halo effect or whatever it's called. But more importantly, people are interested in that. They're interested in how can they help out in their community? What are the problems happening in their community? And what are the charities in their community or nonprofits that are trying to fight those battles uh, on the day-to-day that you could be involved with? I mean, it's super practical. Yeah. So, I mean, you might be thinking, all right, all this digital stuff, I got to send out these email blasts. I got to do this thing on Facebook. I got to fix my website. Guys. Include a link in your email signature that you're sending one-to-one emails for Mm -hmm. and include a link to sign up for your newsletter. It's that simple. If you're emailing colleagues, you're emailing clients, you're emailing people all the time, you're emailing your other people that you're doing business with, just put a link in your signature. Sign up for my weekly newsletter. Here's one we can't end the podcast without saying because it's pet peeve of mine. I've, I've, I've done it in my own life. Like when I used to be in a band... We used to have an email uh, sheet where people would sign their email to get our band <laughs> newsletter. And we would t- not force people to sign it. And worse than that, we wouldn't you enter email? in the emails. <laughs> we would we'd get people to sign on the sheet. And we wouldn't. How many of you listening to this at your open house open have houses, sheets yeah. that you've never entered the email in? One of the things that blew my mind when I was shopping for a home about a year and a half ago <laughs> was how few people emailed me after the open house. And I purposely gave my information just to see, just to see and how few people did. And that's the human condition of it's not, I don't want to call it laziness, but what I want to call it is what it is, is lack of prioritization. Meaning, you know, you should do it. It pains you. You're thinking about it right now. It's you haven't made it a priority because you focused on something else and you got to make those things priority because if you consistently always have an email sheet, 
consistently always entering those emails, over the course of 30 days and you've done four open houses, you might have a list of 100 people. And that consistency got you there, but it's lack of prioritization. Listen, but I, I, I couldn't one, end the podcast without saying that. Insurance agents, same thing. Financial advisors, same thing. It's the number thing. one mistake people make. They don't use their list. Number yep. two that, they, that I would say that they make is they don't know their list. So once you've actually, if you are using your list, great you point. have to get intimate with your list. You have to know its Who favorite color. People? You have to know what movies it likes. You have to know <laughs> where it likes to go out for dinner. <laughs> well, we're getting a little deep here, but no. You have to know uh, your people because, uh, here we go, Direct Marketing Association says the segmented and targeted emails generate 58% of all revenue. And this comes down to making things personal and relevant. Yep. The reason why people are saying email is dead goes back to what we were saying where people aren't personalizing it. People aren't personalizing it because they don't know their list well yep. enough to segment it and then create messages for those people. If you're yep. sending the same message to all 1,000 people on your list, you are doing it wrong. You have to personalize. Why it's so important for the people who are main audience of this, and I don't want to single out because I appreciate everybody listening to this, but I know our main audience tends to be in a high volume like or like high dollar worth transaction like a real estate agent it's a high dollar a financial advisor high dollar so the money you're making off of a transaction of selling a real estate or a deal in real estate you're making enough money where you need to spend the time to get to know your people personally. You, there's technology out there that helps you do it. Your CRMs will help you keep the notes. Your, it will help you, you know, put in the information that you need to make it personal. But for you guys specifically, because your business is a relationship business, the reason why someone will stick with you as a financial advisor when the market turns is they will stick with you only if they see you as a friend, not as a vendor. If they see you as Josh, the financial advisor that's just investing my money in the stock market, well, I'm going to go see if Luke can do it better because the stock market turned. And yeah, you can't control the stock market as the financial advisor. You don't have any control of that. But to them, hey, you you messed up. You didn't do a good job. The stock market turned. I'm going to try somebody else. You're not the one that I need because you made the wrong decisions for me. But if it's Josh, the guy I've gone fishing with, if it's Josh, the guy I've had a beer with, if it's Josh, the guy that knows my kids and I know his kids, it's a lot harder to move that money. So the reason why you want to intimately know your list is so you can build a relationship in your business. It's worth it because the money you get off of the transaction, I hate to boil it down that way because it sounds mm -hmm. kind of crass, but the point is because you make such high dollar money, it's worth the time to know that person intimately. Yeah. And then a couple other ways to collect email addresses analog, I guess you would say. Don't forget about your print marketing. So make sure that whenever you are sending out your print marketing that you're promoting your lead magnets, including it as simple as including it on your business card. You know, when you're handing someone the contact information on your business card, what item of value or what better way to show that you also can provide value mm -hmm. to them by right there on the back saying, hey, I also do this with my email, yep. join my list. Um, if you're uh, making phone calls, right, don't be afraid at the end of the call. If you don't Here's, yeah. something, here's something I do on, <laughs> on phone calls. To, because what's the problem with email? You get hundreds a day. People don't open their emails. Mm -hmm. Like I, I joked with Jesse, uh, our brand content manager, saying I'm not even opening our company's emails anymore. But <sighs> the point being is, yeah, it makes him mad. The point being is what I do on the phone is I'll say, hey, Josh, I'm going to send you an email, follow up. What, what can I put in the subject line that you would remember? Like, do, do you have a pet, Josh? And be like Frank the Fat Pug or something like that, right? And you put Bailey that Golden in, Furball. Yeah, is Bailey <clears throat> is the name of his dog. So name. what if I put in the subject line, Bailey wants you to open this? 
Nine times out of ten, Josh will always open that email. Get the name. Say Bailey of, wants to go out again. Yes, Bailey wants to. Ba- Bailey wants you to read this. <laughs> the point being is, get something that you can put in the subject line. When you collect that email, get something you can put in the subject line that they'll always remember because they'll open it. Because if you said Megan wants you to open this, Luke, I would open that email every time, <laughs> and it would get me every time. I know it would get me every time. And the, yeah, don't be afraid to say if, if if you're unable to get them to that next stage in your funnel on the phone, hey, would you mind if I add you to my email list just so we can stay in touch? Yeah. I love to send X updates or X things mm-hmm. every I'm not going to spam you. Always say that. I'm not going to spam you. Absolutely. And then pound the list. Why else do you have a list, as Grant Cardone says? Pound the list. That's right. <laughs> so there you have it. Hopefully some actionable ideas to help you start generating and building your email list. Most importantly, guys, make sure that you're adding value to those recipients Make sure that you're continuously looking at new ways to grow your list and that you're working through some of these strategies and tactics that we laid out and taking action on them. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please go to iTunes and rate us, hopefully five stars, and give us a comment. Not hopefully, definitely Definitely five five stars. stars. (laughs) Assume the five stars. All right, and give us a comment. We'd love to hear how some of these ideas have been working for you and what you're doing with them in your business. Make sure to tell someone else about the podcast today. If you'd like to get hold of me or Luke, please email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or find us on Instagram or LinkedIn. And of course, you can check out Reminder Media on all of the social medias at Reminder Media. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre, and I'm going to close with this action item. So the action item I'm going to tell you guys to do is go to your social media, whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook, and get those email addresses. So we'll link in the show notes to the uh, Above the Noise, how it teaches you how to do it on LinkedIn. Take action on that because there's a group of people that you've friended, that you have something in common with, that you can very easily send out an email to them where you actually ask them to opt in to your email list and let them know the emails that you send to them, whether it's market updates, community events, charity events, like we mentioned on this podcast. But take action on that. That's very easy to do. It's a five-minute task. Do that today. You'll have a list of however many friends you have. And then if you want to build that list, start friending people every single day on Facebook, every single day on LinkedIn. Imagine if you friended 10 people a day. If there's 251 working days in a year, you're at like 2,500. If I did, I think I did the math right. 2,500 email lists that you would have at the end of the year. So do stuff every day. That will build the consistency in your business you need to actually be a top producer. Because remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer It's top producers take action. So take action on that today.